Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. The outcome of an opioid emergency may depend on a quick response. Accidental overdose can happen anytime, even if the opioid pain medicine is prescribed. Due to COVID-19, emergency services could be slower to arrive. Get prepared. Get Naloxone, a potentially life-saving reversal agent with no prescription directly from your pharmacy. Having Naloxone available allows you to respond first, not a substitute for emergency medical care. Learn more at opioidsafetyplan.com. That's O-P-I-O-I-D safetyplan.com. Hey everyone, welcome to Generation Xbox. I'm Tyler. I'm Steven. And we are your home for all things Xbox. And just a reminder, head on over to generationxbox.com, our brand new website that is, as you might guess, Xbox-focused. And there you can catch all the latest news, opinions, reviews, and more from the world of Xbox. It's going to be a busy summer. Lots of games, lots of events taking place, all digital. But you can get caught up on everything right at generationxbox.com. Yeah, and uh, at the bottom of every every article, um, there's links to all our groups. So you can get, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Mixer, all that fun stuff. And if you want to listen to us on a different, you know, podcast app because you don't like your current one, you can get links there too. Um, so yeah, head on over to Facebook, Generation Xbox Forums. Twitter is Generation X underscore box. And you can shoot us an email if you if you want at mail at generationxbox.com. Maybe you have an idea for an article that... Um, you know, you want to see written, and maybe one of our writers could do it, or maybe you want to write for us, and you can, you know, shoot us a, an email that way, and, you know, with your resume or a writing sample or whatever you want to do, and, you know, maybe you could join the team. Um, but yeah, we'd love to have you come join our communities, a lot of great chat, um, join the Discord, the D- Discord link's also at the bottom of, of every article, and from, you know, Twitter or Facebook, you can get the links that way too, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. All right, we'd love to have you join the community, or not join, but support the community as well. So do that uh, by heading on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Generation Xbox. And for as little as $2 a month, you can uh, support the show, support the community, support the website. And it means so much. It means more than you know. Uh, we really appreciate it. So again, patreon.com slash Generation Xbox. The other way is to head on over to Mixer. Make sure you follow us there. And when we're streaming, uh, spend some embers and sparks in the channel. That goes a long way to help supporting us too. But again, patreon.com slash Generation Xbox. The best way to support what I hope is your favorite podcast or soon to be. So, Stephen, you mentioned we've talked about the website, generationxbox.com. Um, you, before we jump into um, a review that you wrote, uh, you were quite popular on with something that you wrote this week and got people a little bit excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we were... Until the powers that be stepped in, we were the number two article live on N4G, which was titled, Stephen, what? Uh, Xbox is the most consumer-friendly console brand. Yeah. And as you might think, there were some individuals that uh, did not um, agree with or appreciate that sentiment, and thus it was uh, removed because enough people complained that their precious was being insulted 
on the other side. But, uh, you know, that's okay. Everybody has their favorite. But, um, you know, you use some good uh, points there. We don't want to spoil the whole thing here. We want you to head on over to GenerationXbox.com and read that. And you'll see some other things, too, about how Xbox can bounce back from the inside Xbox in May. And much more, including some stuff on Halo, etc. that we'll talk about at the end of the show. But head on over there today and give that a read. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Every time you click there, it goes a long way to help support us. So we yeah, really plus, appreciate that. Yeah. Plus, you can see the 10 games someone wants to see on the Series X, one of our writers. Yeah. So a couple, yeah. couple new stories. Plus yeah. news. There plus you go. news. There we go. So uh, in the world of reviews, Stephen, you reviewed a game uh, this past week. Yeah, uh, We tended to review games there. Um, so the game is called Golf with Your Friends. It's a mini golf game. Yes, it is. So don't be thinking it's like the golf club where it's like super simulation and all this stuff. You'll definitely be hitting it through windmills here. And so, Stephen, just overall thoughts. Um, heading in, don't go too deep at first, uh, but just some overall thoughts on the game. Yeah, I mean, like like you mentioned, you know, you want to see the full review, head on over to GenerationXbox.com and click on the Golf With Your Friends review. Um, but my overall thoughts, I really did enjoy this game, um, even in single player, uh, which is not where the game really shines. Uh, it shines in its multiplayer, but even in single player, it's fun to load up a course and try to, you know, beat the the part-time. There's achievements involved there. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty easy game to get most of the achievements in i think i i ended with 650 with the most um with the rest of the achievements being to beat the par score on like classic uh on each course which is not easy on some of them oh Mm -hmm. my gosh um and then to get like a certain amount of albatrosses which is again not it's just time consuming it's not yeah because it it, you know you have to satisfy certain conditions to even be able to and then actually get it uh but yeah i you know i very much did enjoy enjoy this game uh and i still want to continue playing like like i mentioned you know you head on over to and join our communities discord facebook we're trying to set a community play up because the online is where the game shines tyler me and you played a game of this or a couple games of Mm -hmm. the party mode and even with two players like it is fun right you know so i was gonna say you know we jumped online to play uh while you were you know putting together your thoughts for the review and you know i'll say that for me the game requires a lot of creativity too like you have to really be willing to think outside the box here oh yeah The, the linear like direct a to b path is often not the best path to take to get there, so you have to think creatively about how you're going to do it, and and so and there's a lot of puzzle solving that goes into this, you know, yeah, um, and just that type of thinking. So it's it's a deep game in that sense that it's not just put the ball at the hole repeatedly till it's there, you know. It's you know you got to think uh, um, on those things a little bit. But Steve, in terms of controls, like it's very simple, but also pretty precise. I found. Yeah, for the most part, there is some issue with the power level. Um, trying mm. to get exactly perfect. I don't like. I mentioned in the review. I I don't understand why they made like a, you know, a super. When you hold the right bumper and you aim, it it, it gets really precise. But there's no way to get precise with the power, which makes it hard if you try and because there's some times where your shot is where you need a certain power, and if you go like you know those hills or the. I guess they're more like volcanoes at a mini golf course where you have to put it up, but then and it like sinks down where the hole is, but it can roll over on the other side and then you yeah, have to do yeah. it again. Yeah. Things like that, like you have to get if you go too much, you know, the ball will roll over. If you don't go enough, it won't make it up. So 
there is, you know, that's one misstep. But overall, the controls are, are great. Um, very smooth, very responsive for, you know, what it is. It's mini golf, so you're not, mm. you know, you don't need Twitch reactions, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, very fun game. Um, they're also, on top of just regular mini golf, you, there's also a mode where you, you know, dunk the ball through a basket um, and get the ball or get a puck into a hockey net which has a goalie you know on post moving back and mm. forth trying to stop you those two modes are pretty fun as well so there's the lots to do actually set on like an icy surface right so yeah. it has that consistent that type of yeah it yeah. definitely changes the like ground to be mm-hmm. more icy um for sure so yeah you still might be putting on like grass but it mm. it reacts as if it's ice or icy um, very fun game, yeah. Join the community because we'd love to get a community play going. Yeah. The party mode's great. There's power ups. Um, there's like collisions, which is fun, fun to knock each other out. Uh, the power ups, which change like the other players' balls, really annoyed Tyler. So it made him like a marshmallow, which affected <laughs> yeah. the physics. Always fun to use. Um, but there's more. Great time. A lot of great courses. Good soundtrack. Very much enjoyed it. Check the yeah. review out. So um, there are a few different courses. What are your? What was your favorite? I really like the, um, I forget the name of it, but it's the one at night. It's very like fairy tale esque, mm-hmm. um, very like a classic mini golf course, but also devilishly tricky um, okay. with some of some of the holes. That was probably my personal favorite, yeah. um, but they're all really good. There's the the only one I didn't really love was the haunted one because that is super difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played it again later after I had written the review. And I was still struggling on it. And that's the second course, so you'd think it'd be easy because you'd think they do by difficulty, but it's not. That's a tough That's a tough challenge. Um, I, I know when we played, I was driving you nuts because I, I was actually doing really well early. And then both times, both matches we played, the last two holes, I just self-destructed. To the point where you ended up winning both matches, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, no, we tied the first match. Okay. I was like... I, yeah, I was like, I was getting mad because I'm like, I had, you know, been playing and practicing and I mm-hmm. was like finding it difficult. But again, my strategy is just to line up like decently and put it on like full power and then go. Mm-hmm. And Tyler's sitting there, you know, you know, aiming and, you know, taking his time and being a general bore for mini golf. <laughs> um, we're not playing, you know, the golf club, Tyler. No. Um, yeah, no, great, great time. And, and, the wonderful thing is if you're playing on xbox it's available on game pass so definitely give it a download and like we said community play should be a fun time um 12 player collision power-ups oh it'll be fun yeah we'll link your review in the uh the show description here so check there for that and we'll link the other article on consumer friendly uh the most consumer friendly console in there as well so please check those out on generationxbox.com to get the final score for um, golf with your friends. Like, you almost made me say golf club there. So, <laughs> anyway, but a fun game. Uh, check it out again, generationxbox.com to get the final score for that game. Alright, let's head into news for the week and there really isn't a lot. Nope. So, we're gonna talk instead about something that I'm gonna be putting down uh, on paper for the site here this next week. Um, actually in the next day or two, on how Xbox can go about winning the summer in terms of the PR battle and the messaging battle and 
getting pre-orders live because by the time we hit August or mid-August, for sure, like Gamescom probably at the very latest, like these consoles will both be up for pre-order. We'll know how much they cost. We're going to know almost everything there is to know, including launch lineups, all of it, right? We'll get little details along the way, but those are mostly going to be about the games that are going to be there. We'll know almost everything there is to know about the actual consoles by then. But the, what inspired me to write this is that I remember very distinctly the summer of 2013 when Xbox just botched every opportunity they had to have good messaging and Sony hit it out of the park. And the combination of those two things was devastating for the Xbox brand. Like, they never had a chance out of, out of the blocks. And they, and they didn't deserve to. Because some of their policies absolutely sucked. And they've admitted to that. They've owned that, and it's helped inform them on how to do this right this time around. And they've done it. But, when we think back, some specifics. So, the initial rollout, they had an event in Redmond, like in a tent, in May... And they really didn't show off much for games, but they showed off. That's that's where it was like TV, 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 football, football, TV, TV, Call of Duty. And that was it. And they showed off the Kinect and all this stuff, and it was just, uh. And everybody was like, what the hell just happened? You know, and like, I was, an, I was a super Xbox fanboy at the time, so I was like, well, it's good, you know, you're, you're playing that game where you're twisting yourself into a pretzel to, like, uh, it's still, like, it was good, right? It wasn't. It was terrible. And then they get to E3, and they showed games, and the games looked good. But then they, you could hear, like, this groan in the audience when they announced $500 for this console. And then Sony comes out that night because Microsoft was still, Xbox was still doing their briefings on Mondays at that point, like Monday afternoons, or it was like late morning. Um, Sony comes out at night and just does the whole like, this is how you share games with your friends, like handing the disc off. And then they hit you with 400 bucks, 399 at the end of the night. And the eruption in that crowd, like even on TV, you could see and feel it. And I've heard people who were there just say it was just one of the most unbelievable things they've seen covering video games, but the everything that happened in 2013, and then somewhere in there that week in E3 was the whole, like, Don Matrick comment about, we have a console for people who don't have internet connections. It's called the Xbox 360. Yeah, that was a dumb comment. Like, like all those things happened in such a short, they were all in, like, a six-week period of time. And actually less than that. Um, and it was devastating. So, and I, and I imagine we've seen it, like, we've seen it said, it was super demoralizing for the Xbox team itself, or themselves, because they worked super hard on it. And then they just went on botched this messaging at every turn. So, I wanted to think about, okay, this is where Microsoft lost last time around, in the summer. It really was. Like, and by the time they started reversing the policies in the fall and got to launch, it was already over. Um... How do you avoid that this time? Not only avoid it, but how do you thrive this summer to win the messaging battle against your competition? So we put some thoughts down. And, you know, I want to start with what's always been Xbox's bread and butter. And that's Halo. Like, I'm, I'm convinced Xbox wouldn't be here 
wouldn't be what we know it as today without the Halo brand in that franchise. So what I want to see is in that July inside Xbox, I want in-depth Halo gameplay and I want like a good, at least like 15 minutes of gameplay, not continuous, but show me a multiplayer match being played. Show me some, a good chunk of gameplay, what that looks like from the standpoint of the campaign. And then hopefully we're seeing that Halo is some of what was rumored and that it's not just another shooter with multiplayer, that it's actually got maybe some of those elements from Destiny and some of those other games that, you know, are rumored to be there. So, Steve, what do you think? Like, how much is riding on what Halo looks like and how uh, it plays? Yeah, for sure there's a, a decent amount riding on that. Um, I don't think Xbox is putting all their eggs in that basket, and they would be stupid to do that. Um, but they, there's definitely a good amount riding on Halo. Halo hasn't... I mean, Halo 4 was good-ish. I mean, it was good. Halo 5, alright. I mean, good multiplayer campaign... That definitely had missteps. The campaign so, was okay. The I story sucked, but I, I enjoyed playing it. Well, sure, because right? Halo like gameplay is fun. Mm-hmm. But I haven't. That's the one Halo I haven't beaten, and I've beaten Halo Two and Halo Three like, you know, twenty times each, right? Yeah. And I haven't beaten Halo Five once. That, that says something about the, the campaign a little bit. Mm. Um, so yeah, they, I, I I'd like to see a little bit, you know, tease us, but don't miss the mark like they did with Halo 5. And I again, maybe they don't do that because people might not be trusting of what they're showing because of what happened with Halo 5. Some people feel lied to. Um, I definitely think a good, you know, like you said, 10 to 15 minutes of gameplay, show us a lot of the multiplayer and maybe some of the campaign. Maybe if there's, if they do go open world, I don't know if that's official, but if they do it's go not, that and there's like some side quests or something, like you could show us one of those. Those mm-hmm. don't harm the story and you get to see a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's kind of what Gears 5 did. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see if Halo does it. I, yeah, there's a decent amount riding on it and I am, me, I am excited to see it. Show so. me how you can get together with friends and play too. Not yes. just in arena, you know, but like within the world. And that that's what I want to see. Do you remember Halo? I think it was Reach had like the the strike team or fire team. It was basically like Horde oh, mode. Yeah. Um, wasn't that? Or is it Halo 4? It was 4. I like that. Bring that yeah, back. That was fun. That was fun. Yep. I would agree. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. would definitely agree. Bring that back too. That was That was a good time. All right, how about you? Yeah, so uh, what Xbox needs to announce like a JRPG. They are get they get ex- absolutely creamed in Japan with like the amount of people that buy their box. It's it's almost non-existent. And all right, I, I can concede the point that maybe it's not smart to focus on that because they're already it, you know it's going to be hard to climb their way back, especially with Nintendo and Sony having such massive amounts of. Um, you know fans there and maybe focus like xbox doing really well in america or decently well in america really well in europe so maybe focus on the games there but personally i want to see xbox announce just one jrpg um it'd just be nice to have something on the console exclusive to microsoft that you can't play anywhere else i think it will it might you know sway people that are like me that enjoy playing those types of games um i'm getting the new xbox anyways but 
I really would like to see a JRPG. Something like Lost Odyssey 2 or a brand new game. Lost Odyssey is fantastic. I'd love a sequel. But a new one would be fine too. I mean, Tyler, I know you don't play JRPGs, but you know, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, I'm all for like They need a more diverse library for sure. Because yeah. when people think Xbox exclusives, they think Halo, Gears. Pro Shooter Racers. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I love those games. I do, and, and I'm the type of player that they're catering to there, for sure. But I think that they also need to appeal to a more broad base of players, including the, quote, more hardcore players that tend to gravitate towards the types of games you're talking about right now. Yeah. And I think that's really important for them, so that's what they uh, they should look to do here in the next in the next generation. And, and I, I think it would serve them very well to have something for the launch window. Um, ready to go. Yep. For sure. So my second one, I wanna see I wanna see them continue with these consumer friendly policies that have accomplished two things. One, have erased the memory of twenty thirteen where the policies were anything but consumer friendly. And B, to be quite frank, they put a lot of pressure on Sony. Yeah. You know, no. and because Sony does not, I know their whole stick is we're for the player, all this, but the reality is they are not, um, they're not a company that likes to do these types of things like Game Pass or like uh, Smart Delivery. They've, they they had to be drug in, kicking and screaming to crossplay. For sure. So this is not what they like to do, and they're being pushed hard to do something that they don't want to do right now because it costs them money. And I want to see Xbox per- continue to do that, and I think one way they could do that is price. So, yeah, go ahead. You were going to say something. Yeah, um, I, I wrote about this in that article that got me a lot of uh, attention. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Xbox a does feedback, have a... we'll say. Yeah, feedback. There you go. And you know, not-so-nice feedback. But, no, mm. Xbox has, like, a lot of great policies. Game Pass is one, you know, being able to play, you know, or first-party games day and date, with the ability to pre-download for just the cost of having Game Pass is wonderful. It means you can save $60, you know, on, and you can try games that you might not have played otherwise. And there's a ton of other games on there. It's not just first-party games. Like, Game Pass is wonderful. Smart Delivery is a great feature. Um, Xbox All Access is also, you know, really nice. Getting you in 24, you know... It's two, it's a two year commitment, but you you know you lower the price of getting One X and Xbox Live and Game Pass, because um, you get the Game Pass Ultimate for twenty four months for like twenty five bucks, and after eighteen months you can update to the Series X, so you can still get in on that right now. Um, and there, you know, Xbox just has a lot of good good policies towards their consumers, and yeah, I would like to see it continue, and I don't think there's any thing telling us that it won't be that i just i want to see there's probably something we're not thinking of that come out and they're gonna be like oh my gosh that's an amazing thing yeah and it doesn't even have to be huge right yeah like it doesn't have to be at the level of a game pass or the backwards compatibility announcement or you know anything like that i what i would like to see is them bring back the the option to say, hey, I want the Series X, but I don't have 500 bucks to pay all in one shot or whatever it ends up being, right? And allowing people to pay that monthly fee like you would do with a new cell phone now to take the box home. And I yeah. get that that ends up costing more in the end for those people. I, I get it. 
But that doesn't make it a bad deal for them if they want it and can't afford it all in one shot. Right. That's what that All Access is. And it's available, you know, you can get it on Amazon um, for the Series X, or sorry, for the 1X and the 1S and the SAD. Um, (laughs) But I would like to see that as well for the, the Series X. Yep, so I just I just want them to offer more ways to get into the Xbox ecosystem and into that family, and, and I don't think it matters per se which box they end up having. Um, they don't want you to have a 360, but I think if you have a 1X or a Series X, they don't care yeah. which one it is as long as you have one of those two. So that's... Uh, uh, price-wise, like, throw out a number right now. Like, what... What number could they hit that you would just say, man, it's, they might win this time. 400. Yeah, that's me too. I I don't think it's going to happen, but I think 400 would do it. And I just, I don't know if it's fair to expect 400 out of them for this. I don't. This box is a beast. Yeah. No, I know you don't. I think some gamers do though. I could see it being 450, but knowing Microsoft, I mean, we thought the the One X would be like 400 or 450, and it turned out to be 500. Um, so that yeah. sucked. So it, they, I mean, they could do the 500 thing. But I think if they put it at 400 or 450, even like that, that puts them in in the in line mm-hmm. to win. I actually think they're going to justify. Well, I, I shouldn't say I think it. I, I can see them saying they're going to justify having the Series X be more expensive by having the Lockhart be less expensive, you know, um, comparatively to the PS5. Assuming that comes, I, mm. I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I think if we're going to see it, we'll either see it um, during this, like, June thing that they're having, or we'll see it the day that they release the... They announce the release date and the price. Because they'll show everything and give prices and releases for release dates for everything. But they're not going to show one and, and put up pre-orders for one before the other. Because that encourages people to buy the, you know. Like, say they show Lockhart in June and, and put a price and release date on it. That, that encourages everybody to go pre-order that one instead of the one they want you to buy, you know. Yeah. So, they won't do that. But... Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think 450 is a really good number, and I think that that's really fair um, to consumers for what you're getting. I, and in fact, I think it's not even just fair; it's really consumer friendly. I would say. Um, and I know we're going through, you know, really shitty times in the world, and a lot of people have been impacted financially by that. Um, I'm hoping they take that into account, but at the same time, the box costs what it costs to make, right? And they have to put a price that makes sense for that and you know neither company is going to go about making charitable donations by having these boxes cost 100 bucks right you know uh, and and i think that people that are hoping that they'll take like coronavirus into account are going to be disappointed it's a business decision at the end of the day um just like it is for us when we cancel you know like if if money's tight and you cancel a service right um, you're no longer giving that money. That's a business business decision for us. So, anyway, uh, how about you? Anything? Uh, what else do you think they can do to really win this summer? Yeah. So, do not let the only exclusive you show be of the shooter, racer, or indie variety. You need something 
that can kind of compete with like your God of Wars or Horizon Zero Dawns or any of those games. You have it. You don't have a really good, you know, third-person adventure action game or action adventure game, right? Um, that like Sony has done really well. Um, I think Microsoft needs one or two. Obviously, Fable is one. Uh, is an easy one. That could be there. Um, either a Fable 4 or a remake. I could see the remake happening first uh, over anything else. Um, but like I said, the JRPGs or another third-person action game. I think, honestly, they need Fable and something else. So, In my opinion. My guess is, like, if I had to bet right now, I would say in July at the Inside Xbox, we'll see... Like the, you know how Xbox likes to do the, oh, one more thing at the end? Yes. That's going to be Fable. And and we're going to just see a launch of 2021. Okay. Like no month, no season. Maybe even, it might be like spring, right? But I think that we'll see 2021 for Fable. And that, that it's definitely coming. It'll be a confirmation of that game's existence. But I don't know that they're going to be ready to show a lot of gameplay. Now, to your point, do they need more than that? Absolutely they do. That's why they just bought, like, every gaming company in the world. You know? Not I know. Really, but, but a lot of them, right? So they've got a really good and, and really diverse family of developers now. In terms of the types of games that they make. And I think that's going to help a lot. So, we'll see. I'm hoping we get to see a little bit from what their new uh, 4A studio is working on. Even if it's just like a tease, like a quick thing. Yeah. Just show us like proof of concept or, you know, something that says, hey, here's what they're doing to get people excited. I think that could go a really long way too. So, all right. It is time for... Our eSports segment of the week, and that's brought to you by BetOnline, BetOnline.ag. There might not be many sports going on right now, but you can still wager on simulated sports. And eSports at BetOnline, uh, things like NBA 2K, Madden, NFL 20, uh, MLB The Show, and much, much more. NHL 22, I think, still a little bit, not as much. But if you're not into sports, but you still like to bet on some stuff, you can play other eSports there, like Call of Duty, Overwatch, Etc. Dota, League of Legends, and more. So, head over to betonline.ag today. It's easy to sign up and uh, get started playing today. So, our first matchup is from the NFL. And we're going to have the New York Jets visiting the Dallas Cowboys. The Jets are a nine-and-a-half point underdog. Steven, your thoughts on this matchup? Yeah, I mean, oh, nine-and-a-half points, that's that's tough to beat. Obviously, the Cowboys are going to win this game. Um, they're home, uh, not that it matters in football, and definitely on NFL Madden. But, you know, they have the better roster, better better quarterback, which is saying something, because I'm not a Dak, a Dak fan. Um, but better quarterback, better wide receivers, better all just everything um than the jets uh so yeah they'll win beating nine and a half points i think they do and i think they'll win by two touchdowns um but at at the very least a touchdown and a field goal so yeah i think they cover the spread that's my pick okay so i'm kind of with you at first i was like man nine and a half points is a big spread for madden because you know when i play an online game of madden they're like what six minute quarters five minute quarters but these are 15 minute quarters on madden with a 10-second runoff for play clocks. So, yeah, I think 9.5 is going to be a pretty easy number for the Cowboys to hit. 
And I think they'll be able to do that with uh, relative ease. I think the Cowboys win by 14-plus in this matchup, yeah. and I would take them at the minus 9.5 points. So the, the other event we want to talk about is a real sport, Stephen. Like, holy shit, there's a real like sporting event taking place. And it's not a league or a tour or anything, but it's been named like it's the most important thing ever. Like, it's, it's not um, sponsored by anything, which everything is now. It's literally just called The Match. And The Match features uh, the team of Peyton Manning and um, Tiger Woods taking on Tom Brady, TB12 himself, and Phil Mickelson in uh, a golf match in Florida tomorrow, the Sunday Memorial Day weekend. So I fully plan on watching this, first of all, Stephen, and I never, ever would in a normal situation, but I'm absolutely going to watch this tomorrow. And yeah. uh, your thoughts on this this riveting golf matchup between accomplished PGA Tour pros like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. <laughs> I hope the announcers make it fun and not like your typical fair. I hope the players make it fun. I think they will. I think it'll be a good match, and I think, you know... Peyton Manning and Brady will, there'll be some jawing, some friendly jawing, I think. Those are two of the best senses of humor, like, in the league. Uh, they are funny. Um, and Brady I, and doesn't like show it as much, but, but, uh, but um, Peyton definitely is. Brady is, too. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, don't make this, like, a regular golf match. You know, make this, make it fun, which it should be. Um, it, it should be entertaining. I am 100% picking Woods and Manning to beat Mickelson and Brady. Manning's been out of the league for five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think five years. Uh, no, I don't know. He's been out of the league for a while. So he's been having, he's had time to work on his golf game. And I I think Tiger Woods is better than Phil Mickelson. Yeah, I, I now if you if this was like a year or two ago, close. no, it's close, but it's close. Yeah. But I take Woods over Mickelson. But I just I, think that team's going to win, and they are the favorites. They're heavy minus two fifteen, and yeah. and by all accounts, Peyton's a better golfer than TB twelve. So hard to believe Tom Brady's not the greatest at everything, but apparently he's not. He was a major league baseball draft pick too. Did you know that? But uh, he uh, Peyton is apparently a better golfer, so yeah, I'm gonna definitely take uh, Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods here over them, uh, over uh, Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Even though I love Phil, I, I definitely think uh, they're they're going down tomorrow. So again, BetOnline.ag brings you the segment, and uh, head on over there today. Easy to sign up. You know, there's no shortage of action going on. At BetOnline.ag, NASCAR is back. We didn't even talk about that. NASCAR is back. And BetOnline has hundreds of games, events, and sports to still get in on. You can bet on simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC, or even participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge, a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament that you can enter for free. And coming up uh, this coming Sunday, tomorrow, BetOnline has ex-Chicago Bulls Horse Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Rhodes joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary, on what they call After the Dance. So visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action there. Bet online, your online wagering solution. All right, back into our list, Stephen. And uh, you uh, had mentioned, you know, the need for some other games, um, you know, outside of the pew-pew vroom-vrooms. Yes. So... Um, 
you know, we talked about Fable. We talked about, you know, hopefully seeing what the 4A studio is working on. You know, and I think all those are, are really important. And, and I think that kind of ties into the last thing I want to talk about, which is just the need to continue to be transparent. And, you know, Xbox ruined a lot of the goodwill and faith they had built up their fan base seven years ago when they made the decisions they made and they communicated them the way that they did. It hurt a lot of their brand and, and the way people view their brand. And it took a long, long time to build that trust back. And I think that they've done a great job with it. And they've done a really great job this year about just being really forthcoming with what these new consoles are going to be, the you know, the Series X. And I don't know if they would have done that without, you know, the, the pandemic and then forcing them to kind of change. They might have just done the traditional events. But I feel like they've done a better job adapting to the change and really changing the way they're going to communicate with their fans. And I think Sony's still trying to figure out how to do that a little bit. I think it's important that they remain transparent. Even when they screw up to do what, you know, Aaron Greenberg did and say, hey, we heard you, our bad. We didn't, you know, set the expectations correctly. And we'll do better next time. You know, that stuff is important. I think they just need to continue with that. I agree. Okay. All right. So that uh, all more in the article I put together, the things that Xbox needs to do needs to do to win the summer, and uh, and really uh, build up a lot of momentum heading into the fall prior to release. So with that, Stephen, let's jump into QTEs. What do you got for us? Yeah. So uh, unfortunately. Um, but not surprisingly, Kerbal Space Program 2 is going to be delayed until fall 2021, and that's for PC, which means the console edition will be even further than that. So looking at 2022 more than likely for that, unfortunately. Um, also, we got a New Game Plus Expo uh, scheduled for June 20th. They have That's where more of the like the indie, or not even the indie devs, but it's another all-digital thing. Um, where you can, you know, find out about new a bunch of new games coming. Uh, and then also, Gamescom is officially going all digital. That, once again, not surprising. Um, it'll be a three-day event uh, in August, as usual. And, you know, we'll see uh, probably some more new games there as well. Um, and then into releases. So we have Minecraft Dungeons on the 26th. Um, that'll be Game Pass. You can already preload it right now. And then you have on the 28th, you can get Those Who Remain and Shantae and the Seven Sirens. Okay. Um, so that wraps up releases. Awesome. So let's talk about what we're going to be working on here in the next week for uh, GenerationXbox.com. Like I said, I'll be putting together the... Uh, article on how xbox can win the summer we'll also have reviews going live for minecraft dungeons uh dreadnautica and uh, bugs what's it called again bug, <laughs> bug fables. fables i keep wanting to say a bug's tale and i don't know why probably because it's like a bug's life yeah so bug fables will be going live this week so look for those reviews for all three of those again generationxbox.com Stephen, what else will be going up yeah, so there'll be a couple articles on um, the Halo series, you know, some of the best exclusives that, you know, on top, it's a different list than the one we did of the top exclusives. Um, a lot of Halo, like a Halo Infinite story and just ranking the Halo games. So those will be up. Plus, um, I'm going to be working on something along the lines of like burnout with games and just, you know, when you... Not the racer, by the way. 
Yeah, why why you play, you know, f- might play a game for 40 hours and then just all of a sudden never play it again. Something like that. Um, haven't really figured out exactly how I want to write it, but that will be up there because um, it'll get figured out and it'll go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, if you might have missed it, we forgot to mention it at the beginning of the show. Apologies. But if you looking to get Maneater, the Shark PG, uh, we have a review up. One of our writers, RJ, did that. So go check that out, yep. too. Great review, by the way. So, yeah, check that out. And we'll link that here in the show description as well. So, yeah, lots of stuff going up this week. We're excited. We got a good team already. If you want to join that team, uh, hit us up with an email, mail at generationxbox.com. And uh, let us know. And we'll get you all the information that you need. Uh to uh, get started if you've always wanted to write uh, for video games and you have the time to do it um, want to be part of a team for a brand new site hey we'd love to have you all it takes is just uh, being consistent and having a passion for xbox so um we're, you know we're willing to work with people and and uh you know it's a lot of fun and uh, the team is uh, coming together really nicely already so we'd love to have you be part of it if you want to do so all right so that i think is going to do it uh this week And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a great week. And again, head on over to Generation Xbox for all the latest in everything Xbox. Have a great week, everybody. Stay safe. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn, compare it to your neighbor's lawn, and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Santa Bucks are back at Meyer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or a Fur Real Mama Josie the Kangaroo for $49.99. And save time and get your groceries delivered with Meyer Home Delivery. So you can stay out of the elements on these chilly winter days. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started.